Welcome to episode 9 of Refined 90s Cinema with Alex and Brendan. This one's called The Masturbation World Record. <laughs> Get ready. It's gonna be full of gooeyness and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, baby. All right. Well, uh, welcome, everyone. It's uh, it's another episode of Refined 90s Cinema. Episode 9. Yeah, we're we're getting underway. We got, uh, we got nine episodes now. That's three sets of three or nine sets of one. Or three hat tricks. <gasps> True. We're starting our next hat trick next week, and Brandon is kicking it off, so it's going to be a good time. Yeah. I wonder what I'll choose. I wonder, I wonder what you'll what choose, too. future Brendan will pick for us to watch. Future Brendan, pick a good one. This uh, this week's movie is Tommy Boy with Chris Farley and David Spade. So From 1995. Yeah, uh, and it's a fun fact about this movie. I actually haven't seen it. I picked it because the movie I originally wanted to watch that I thought was a 90s movie... Um, Ready to Rumble with David Arquette. Uh, it's actually a 2000 movie. So I ended up picking this movie instead because it's highly rated and it's another one that fits into our like buddy comedy movie trio. And it's quite funny, I hear. And I might have seen a little bit of it with my dad or someone else when I was super young, but I, it's not enough for me to remember. So I'm pretty excited. I like Chris Farley a lot. My dad loves this movie. I mentioned it to him that we were watching it. I was helping him put together a bookshelf and he got very excited. <laughs> I'm glad that he got excited. I think my dad really likes this movie too. It's a dad movie. Like Chris Farley was just like one of those comedic actors back then too. Didn't he play in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles as well? No, that's John Candy. Oh shit. Yeah, it's John Candy. My bad. That's another good movie though. <laughs> it's a very good movie. Um. So yeah, I'm pretty pumped. It's going to be fun. What are you drinking, Brandon? I have a Mill Street Organic Lager. Ooh. It is not a refined beverage. You know what? I uh, have yet to go to the store and get more wine. So I'm drinking Rum and Seven, which is also Ooh. not a very refined beverage. I've never had those together. Really? We should make you try it when you come visit no. next. I bought some. Uh, they had... Um, vanilla cherry coke like vanilla cherry together so i've been having rum in that this week and that sounds week. that sounds really good it's very good it would be oh my god cherry coke on its own is awesome if you mix it mm -hmm. with stuff so oh so what's new <laughs> in the world of working from home oh you know i uh I worked more on personal stuff today than I did on actual work work. So, I mean, I'm, I'm, a, I'm at the end of the production that I'm working on. So I basically like we're, we're just kind of doing fixes when they're called for and otherwise kind of just waiting for fixes to do or like reviewing our shots and stuff or like trying to make things better. Um, if we have nothing else to do, it's, it's kind of, it's like the home stretch sort of like a victory lap. We're done the whole show. So we're just kind of looking into making it look as nice as we can now before it's over with. Very cool. Yeah. And then I get like two months off and I start the next show I'm working on in September. 
So I gotta say, I'm looking forward to the break though. I got pretty burnt out when I uh, when I went to Ottawa and then came back to Halifax. That was a lot. <laughs> yeah, I moved to Ottawa for six months, by the way. To you listeners yeah. out there, uh, to work on a different production called Bubble Guppies, which some people may have heard of. <clears throat> And uh, that was fun. And I really enjoyed Bubble Guppies, like just as a whole. It's a really cute show and it had some fun stuff to do. Um, I just being away from home and uh, my girlfriend and stuff was pretty tough on me. So, but on the flip side, the positive thing is that I made some pretty good friends there that are probably going to be like lifelong friends now. So that's always a really good, good way to look at it too. Well, and you got to continue paying your bills, which is pretty important. And I got to work and, you know, make money and keep paying for things, which is nice. On, on porn. Yep, I bought a lot of porn. Sex phone lines. We got like six premium memberships now. <laughs> I got one from the dark web. <laughs> the dark web. Which is actually just someone's asshole. Literally someone <laughs> with a camera on their asshole. In the toilet. <laughs> you just watched someone shit for six months. <laughs> I'm proud of you, Alex. That's dedication right there. <laughs> Yeah, that conversation went a little bit dark. I think I, I can't I watch kept, real porn. I just kept going. I kept going so, with it. it I thought you were going to say like browsers or something, no. or a Pornhub Premium. <laughs> but no, it was the dark web of someone's asshole. You gotta, you gotta make them think you're gonna go one way and then go the complete opposite <laughs> way. That's how you keep people entertained and interested, Brandon. <laughs> never, never yeah. do what they expect. Yeah, I helped my dad put some furniture together today, and... What did you put together? A end table and a bookcase. Was it Ikea stuff? No, it was some other company. Was it really annoying to put together, or did they actually get, have their shit together? Like, you had to glue the dowels, and you... Like, it was it was complicated, but the instructions were, were clear. Well, that's good. So... You actually had to glue things? That's rough. Yeah, you had to, like, glue dowels... And then you put the pieces in and then you turn them and then add some like special screws that like you turn and it forces the screw into the wood. Wow. It was pretty, took, it took, took a couple hours, but my dad yeah. was happy cause it got done and he had some help. Nice. Yeah. I mean like putting furniture together by yourself is never fun. So it's nice that you were able to help him with it. Mm. So. How's everything yeah. else in Bren in Brendan land? It's good. I always I don't know why. Like I never realize that the school year is ending till I go. Oh, it's in. Uh, I only have five days left. Yeah, I can imagine that's how it kind of goes. That's sort so, of it's sort of the same for me with projects though. When it's yeah. like the last week of the project, you're like I'm so like, busy and you feel like you're running a marathon, and then everything stops. And then you get time off, which is beautiful. I'd love to come and see you and do some live refined 90 cinema in the same room, but I don't think that, that's going to happen. At least not this summer. Yeah. I mean, it might happen in like the fall potentially if they start yeah. allowing people like or, here, it's a little easier because we have, we only have like one confirmed case now and there's only, there hasn't been any new cases in Halifax for like seven days. So, but we are like where I live is the worst in the province right now. Really? So other provinces, other municipalities and counties are phase two, where they're opening like salons and and dentist offices and and other healthcare like massage therapists and chiropractors. They're opening back up, and it's a little bit more op- like 
open for business or, or a little bit more, you can, you can go around and there's not as much shut down. The region, Toronto region and Windsor, where I live, are the two that are still in phase one. So we have all the restrictions that we've had since March. Um, all non-essential businesses are still closed and more and more businesses are asking that people wear masks and take social distancing precautions and all of that stuff. Oof. So that really sucks. Yeah. And I mean, we can't travel. We can't travel out of the province without being under quarantine or having good reason to be there. But I mean, like, it's for the best. It just it sucks that that's sort of the case. Yeah. We have a lot of cases in rest homes and a lot of cases of people who work across the border. And so one day at a time, honestly, it hasn't affected me. I've been very fortunate um, and I've been very fortunate to be able to spend some of the time following my passions and I will never get that chance again. So that's what that's why I'm really looking forward to my couple months off, because mm. Not only do I have a couple of months off, I can't really go anywhere. So I'm going to be able to just stay at home and work on the things that I'm passionate about and just put time into that because I think it's important. So I think it'll be a good idea to use that time wisely. Very cool. Very, very cool. Very cool. This is episode nine of Refine 90 Cinema, and we're watching Tommy Boy, the classic comedy duo of David Spade. And Chris Farley. Here's your co-host for episode nine of Refined 90 Cinema, Alex. Alex Jervis. <sighs> and the crowd goes wild. So I have a story. Ooh, oh, that just happened? <laughs> sort of. I made myself a Caesar. Um, oh, but then I, I went to make it with pickle juice and I accidentally like tipped the jar too far. And now it's basically just mostly pickle juice with some Kumado in it. You have so much vinegar. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I made a rum and cherry vanilla Coke. Yeah. I wish I had some of that. I love Caesars though. So Caesars are good. Although Hell usually yeah. I put like an ounce of pickle juice, not half a jar. Yeah, I put so much. I did not mean to. There's like, you know, like the little pieces of garlic. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's those oh, floating those in the my best. Caesar. They're floating in my Caesar, Brendan. <laughs> you know what else is good? You know the pickled asparagus? Oh, yeah, it's so Some, good. Sometimes I'll put that juice instead of the pickle juice. Olive juice is good. Do you put Worcestershire in your Caesars? Yeah, and I put some... Uh, What's that hot sauce? Tabasco? Yeah, I put Tabasco sauce in Tabasco's it good. Worcestershire, pickle juice, salt and pepper. Worcestershire. stick. Worcestershire. 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 Everyone has like, everyone has like their, like I always put like a cheese stick and a pepperette. Oh, dude, pepperette. That's the oh, best. It, and But you get it in the Caesar and then you don't eat it until the Caesar's done. So it soaks up all the good Caesar good good. I used so. to just drop a pickle in mine and then eat it after I was done the Caesar. <laughs> That's was good like too. Or a olives. pickle full of vodka, basically. A friend of mine had a jar. I think I think they were from Texas. It was like cherries that had been um, soaked in moonshine in like a mason jar. 
Oh yeah, you told me about that. Oh, so sh- but they were actually really good. But they were just so strong. It's like gasoline. My uh, my dad's friend used to make his own moonshine, and he made like blueberry flavored moonshine, and was like, "Oh, try this! It's so good!" And then I tried it, and like, you don't taste blueberries at all. <laughs> all you taste is like straight ethanol in he's your like, jugular. He's like, this will put hair on your knuckles. <laughs> it's not all it'll put hair on. Oh my god, sir! I'm seven. <laughs> Daddy, don't make me drink the moonshine. <sighs> All right. Are we ready to are we ready to get the show on the road, Brennan? Let's I'm watch ready. this movie. I'm ready. I'm oh, ready. Yeah. I'm ready. Thanks, SpongeBob. You're welcome, Patrick. May I take your hat, sir? <laughs> <laughs> oh God. The magical stars of Paramount Pictures. It's paramount to all movies of the 90s. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, how many movies have you seen with that that Paramount logo? So many, right? It'd probably help if I turned on the volume for the movie. I also had to turn off subtitles. Oh, really? A film by Peter Siegel. Ooh, you don't like this. It has the credits as part of the movie. Yeah, I mean... It's not that bad, but I don't really like it that much because then you're reading credits and stuff over what over what's actually happening and it's supposed to be important. But this reminds me of like an Adam Sandler movie. It's true. Adam Sandler movies do do this. He's running. Brendan, he's running. He dropped the history book. Now he won't know about our forefathers. You know what they need to do? They need to get this book in a backpack. <laughs> <laughs> like all of his yeah. problems could have been solved with a backpack. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's hilarious. Sandusky. <laughs> oh, his name's actually Tommy. He's literally catching up to the bus. He's getting his cardio in. You're right, though. A oh, backpack man. definitely could have solved all his problems. Yep. Oh, that was a nice transition. It was. Yeah, I'm impressed. <laughs> Who put that fence there? <laughs> <laughs> he run, he's yeah, running just, pretty fast, man. Like I was terrified. Yeah, thought he was going to get tackled. <laughs> Got to stop and walk for the pretty ladies. He said, hi, how are you? In a really weird way, though. Like, hi, how are you? He, he's really good at, like, the physical comedy, I find. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Where you go yes. to open the one door. You're and you pulling the other it? door and it's not opening. Yeah, I've actually, like, walked into doors before because the one side's not opening. He just rolls his eyes. John Hancock. I know the answer. <laughs> Todd. Todd Hancock. Herbie. <laughs> Herbie Hancock. <laughs> his face. Just the way his face. He's so proud of it. Did you ever get to... your scores posted on a door? No. He's so excited that he got a D plus and passed. <laughs> <laughs> No, like my teachers would just put them right on the tests and hand the tests. Yeah, back. and hand the back. Did you ever have a teacher that like made as they were handing the tests back, they talked about whether they were disappointed in you or not? Yeah, I always we did. I always had the teachers that would like hand it back and just give you a look. And it was either the oh, good job or the you're a failure. Toasts were such a big thing back in the 90s. Especially, I feel like it's a bigger deal in movies than it is. It's one of those movie things. Yeah, I feel like it was a movie thing first, and then it became like an actual thing. 
Especially the clinking of the glasses. I think that was the thing that was invented in a movie. I'm pumped for this. I can already tell it's going to be entertaining. David Spade. Oh, he is young in this movie. Holy shit. They both are. Yeah, really young. (laughs) (laughs) Two, four, nine, or five, six, seven, eight. That's a great number. All I can hear. Okay, so every time I watch a movie with David Spade in it, all I can hear is Cusco from the Emperor's New Group. Oh, I love that movie. That's all I hear, though. I can't take him seriously in actual roles anymore because of Cusco. Well, it's like every time I see, I don't know, a lot of actors like where you just want to laugh. Like every time I see Adam Sandler in something serious, I just want to laugh. Oh, yeah. Like the wedding singer. Every time I watch the wedding singer, I just I'm like that. I just want to laugh the whole time. And it's such a serious movie. That's a big ass pack of M&Ms, Brandon. (laughs) Do you want to share some M&Ms? Let's go find one of those. Oh, no. (laughs) This is a typical like slacker and really put together person on a road trip movie. (laughs) It's just weird that David Spade is the put together one. I know because usually he's the one that's like the screw up or whatever. Joe Dirt. Did you watch Tiger King? No, but everyone keeps asking me about you Tiger got, King. Dude, people were saying David Spade, he does a podcast where he had some of the people from the show and he did an impression of Joe Exotic. And it's actually hilarious. Really? Maybe I'll watch it. People keep telling me to watch Tiger King and I just haven't gotten around to it yet. Watch, I'm just like, I'm watch, not interested in it. Watch one episode and if you're not sucked in by the ridiculousness of it, Okay, I'll give it one episode for you, Brendan. Okay. I'll, I'll talk the, about it next week fans. on the cast. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm going to get some questions ready. <laughs> can you do any impressions? What's your best impression that you can do? I don't think I can do any impression. Ohana means family. Family means no one gets left behind or forgotten. It's pretty good. <laughs> I, I Is it one of those things where I just think I'm good at it in my head or does it actually sound like stiff? No, it's not bad. Okay. Everyone listening to this is like, God, he's so bad at that. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Oh, I've done that before. You've run into a steel beam. I like how he knows everyone. Well, it's his dad's company, right? Yeah, it's hilarious, though. Like, it's like when I used to walk into a center line when my mom worked there and I would say hi to everyone. And you were cute. And then now you're not. So I know. Doesn't that suck? You get older and you're less cute. <laughs> Oh, right Whoa, the, that was cool. But because he's the boss's son, everyone is just amenable to him. Yeah, he launches a filter off of the grinder and the guy's like, wow, you got some good distance. <laughs> Do you ever walk into a factory and just like you were amazed by how much random stuff that you didn't understand was in there? Um, In my line of work, I don't tend to go in factories what about when you were younger though like did you ever go to go into a factory and you were just like super amazed like on a field trip no i don't think so i can't think of a time i went into a factory i'd love to (laughs) want to break into a factory with me brendan yeah let's do it all right we got to delete all of this footage we're gonna incriminate ourselves yeah (laughs) what factory do you want to break into alex i don't know one that sells alcohol because <laughs> i'm out of, i'm out of because you're out wine. of wine let's break into there, a vineyard not a factory there, so here they're limiting the number of people that can go in the liquor store okay and you have to wait like a good half hour 
Yeah, there's always a line here outside of it. I never realized how many alcoholics there were in the world until I saw the line at the liquor store. Well, I also think it's because people are staying home, right? True. Everyone's running through their liquor storage very yeah. quickly. <laughs> it's Herbie Hancock. I will also say that on his exam, it said 201, which makes me think it was a second year class. So did he have a two year degree? Maybe back then, two year degrees were more standard, standard but <laughs> take Tylenol for headaches, might all for cramps. It's so weird seeing David Spade in a serious role. Uh, but he's good at it. He is good at it. Drinking some milk. Look at that shit. Gets off the bus and drinks some milk. <laughs> <laughs> he threw it at the baby. <laughs> Have you ever been on a Greyhound? I have, and it's the most uncomfortable oh. thing I've ever been on in my life. Yes. I hate it. I rode one I, from, uh, what, Toronto to Amherstburg at one point, and it was I rode fun. one overnight, and I was, like, kept, a, I slept up off and on, but I was so anxious, like, I didn't want to sleep. And there was this guy talking the entire time that was near the front of the bus about the weirdest stuff. Oh, my God. Oh, what was meeting. he talking about? Do you remember any of it? It was like conspiracy stuff and video game stuff. And it would have been like 2010, 2011. Was he talking to a friend or was he talking to himself? I think he was talking to another guy that was sitting next to him that he had just met. Oh, my God. that is. Have you ever been on like a plane or a, like a bus and someone just starts talking to you that's sitting next to you, but you're like stuck? Um, I've never had an over talker. Okay. Maybe I'm the overtalker. I always say hi to people and then like conversations start when I'm on the when I'm on the yeah. plane. I'm always friendly to people. Like I have had the occasional conversation that's like really memorable though from being on the plane. Like I met a guy that uh, ran his own business one time and he was just like he shared like so many like business things with me while we were on the plane, like huh. how he got to where he was and like all this other stuff. It was really interesting just to kind of listen to him and hear about his success. <laughs> Brothers don't shake got hands. They got a hug. Uh, hug me, Brendan. I'm hugging. Me too. Through the microphone. Oh, yeah. Like, he doesn't question it at all. Owner of the... Oh, my God. Uh-oh, he wants to do dangerous things. Tommy Boy's got a brother, and he's he's one of the bad ones. Listen to this music. It's like the car ride music from every 90s movie. It's like Boy Meets World. Da-na, it kind of is. Or like that 70s show. What is he drinking in, a, in the bag, do you think? Some sort of liquor, probably. Why was that a thing that happened back then, too? Like, like straight a brown liquor. paper bag? But like, why would you drink straight liquor out of a brown paper bag? I don't know. That was just like the way to hide it, I guess. But it's so obvious that that's what it is. I think some places have laws against open alcohol. But if it's in a bag, technically it's fine. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. They're cow tipping. Lovely. I feel bad for the cows. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, started a started a cow stampede. Hurt. I love you. Yeah, that really must have hurt him falling in the mud like that. He like what? bounced up. Are they using gasoline to clean the sh- He's using gas to clean his shoes. Wait, what? Oh, no, he's using a hose. OK, but what? What gas station do you go that they have water available? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think gas stations do that anymore. 
<laughs> Did you eat a lot of paint chips when you were a kid? And he giggles and says, yeah, and asks why. Oh, God, Brendan. Those are some nice looking filters. They are. Callahan. <laughs> have you ever done that before? <laughs> I have. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and I, that's exactly what I said. I went, Luke, I am your father into the fan. <laughs> Anyone listening? If you have not talked into a fan, do it. It's an experience you'll never forget. <laughs> Seven years. Oh my God. Oh my God, that laugh that he's doing. <laughs> I don't like file cabinets because you have to open them. Nice. Oh, they have the one of those pneumatic tube systems. Oh, that's awesome. Whew. Remember so, your brother. No, I forgot. <laughs> Wait, who's who's my brother? What are you talking about? I, I have no brother. So funny thing about pneumatic tubes, I find any um uh any crime show or like crime movie where they have to like do a heist usually involves pneumatic tubes in some way. It's always True. a thing that comes up. Wedding oh, preparations. God. You know when there's a wedding in a movie, the idiot's going to mess it up. He kind of looks like Doug Ford. He does look like Doug Ford. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, that's weird. And it also looks like Chris Farley is wearing mascara. Yeah, his eyes are awfully dark, eh? <laughs> oh, father-son heart-to-heart. Heart. <laughs> 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 Chubby, wow. walks away. What a beautiful home. For real, right? It's Looks all like brick. One of those wineries. Maybe we should we should rob that place. I like how his son was his best man. It's kind of nice. Yeah, it's cute. Who just met the bride the night before? All oh, the little kid dancing on his feet. That's cute. Have you ever done that with a kid before? Brendan? Yeah. Have you ever let a kid dance on your feet before? Nope. Oh, my God. It's actually way harder than it looks when you see it in movies. Everyone's like all happy and good to go. Kids are heavy, dude. <laughs> By the end of the song, you're like, oh, God, please release me from this prison. This is kind of a cool scene. It's got all the uh, wedding video footage. <laughs> I'd like to get me some of that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> I really don't. Okay. It's every movie ever. Him and his dad singing together on stage. It's actually super cute. They're actually good. They are. Something tells me they're going to steal his money. Something like that. Damn. See that cartwheel? That's, he, that's the second one he does. Jeez. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So much for them stealing his money. At least he went out on top. It's true. He was singing and dancing. I mean, if you're going to have a heart attack, your wedding's the place Man, to do it. Man, that's another nice transition. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those in this one so far. I wonder what the budget was for this movie. $20 million. Oh my God. Well, that's why. And it made $32.7 at the box office. Damn, a $12 million split. That's crazy. I mean, at least he has a good last memory with his dad. You know, like, 
some people don't have that luxury that they got to like sing on stage and have a blast with their dad before they lost them. It's true. Oh, does that mean he's going to inherit the company though? <laughs> well, we'll see. I actually forgot this part. You forgot that his dad died? No, I for- just forgot the beginning. I haven't seen this movie in a very long time. I kind of dig it so far. It's pretty good. It flows nicely. Like you said, there's a lot of really good transition. Mm. Uh, oh, it's so sad. The little kids chirping him while he's in his boat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, shit. (laughs) Nice one. Your moms will cry when they see what I've done to you. Do you imagine if someone said something like that to a kid nowadays? Tommy boy's fallen in love, Brendan. Oh, that's the play. (laughs) (laughs) And that's when the horse come in. That's so funny. Oh, it gives him his house as collateral. And his stock in the company. (laughs) (laughs) This old lady can't stop talking about whores in the business meeting. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) He's like, <laughs> oh, and then they become amazing. best friends forever after. He just aims at David Spade across the room. He knows a lot about this stuff. He can come on the business trip with me. Tommy and Richard. Oh, that's amazing. Can spill some more M&Ms in his oh. car. Oh, gross. He eats the fry and squirts the ketchup in his mouth. Oh, dirty. <laughs> Review time. Feed me. (laughs) That's what I'm going to say later. After the movie, review time. Feed Feed me. me. (laughs) With Brendan and Alex. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) You use one and a half percent of your brain. The rest is clogged with hot tips and bong resin. (laughs) (laughs) Does it suit make me look fat? No, your face does. His oh tie's a clip on. <laughs> we don't take no shit from anyone. <laughs> we don't take no for an answer. No. Okie dokie. They're trying to sell brake pads to a guy that says they're not speaking his language. Our new brake pads are really cool. Uh-oh. <laughs> He's going to smash his like collection of classic model cars. Oh God! There's a cliff. And her family screaming. You it on fire! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's still burning. <laughs> it's on fire on the opposite desk. Do you validate? <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. <sighs> that was like. Mwah. That was hilarious. <laughs> She's a court low failure. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever build model cars when you were a kid? I built one once, but it didn't turn out at all like the picture. Really? What happened? Like, I just, I don't know. I didn't do it right. I think, like, they take a lot of skill, especially the painting. My dad used to be awesome at those. Yeah. I would uh, put them together with him when I was a kid. He used to show me like how to do all the all the engine stuff and whatever. It was awesome. But I he used like, to love them. He had like a whole collection. Oh God! Oh no! <laughs> he just looks around. 
leaves the door bent the wrong direction. <laughs> That's a really clever angle where David Spade's talking in the... And you see him through the window, the over the shoulder, seen. and the door is just not going to go back. <laughs> he backed up into one of those yellow like stopping posts at the gas station. But the and door the was door, open, so it bent the other way. And put a huge hole in the door. I did that on the back of my car going into a parking garage. Oh, no. I was trying to go around the the uh, parking arm was down and it was broken. And I was trying to sneak around it. And I scrapped the, scratched the side of my car. Oh, man, that sucks. A long time ago. <laughs> he put the door back on. And then when Richard opened it, he was like, what'd you do? Fell off the car. They're having some fun. They're just hanging out at a carnival. <laughs> is Tommy? Uh, Tommy's helping his dad. We're all screwed. <laughs> <laughs> no one believes in him, Brendan. Something tells me that's integral to the plot of the movie. Perhaps. I guess we'll have to keep watching and find out. Oh, Ooh, no. they're making out romantic styles. Yeah, see, they have his stock and they're trying to take it from him. Tommy's new brother and his his stepmommy are are banging on the side. No, I think they're just crooks. True, but they're still banging on the side. I think they were banging the whole time. She believes in him and she sees them making out. Oh, Whoa. damn. This has a very Beethoven-esque soundtrack. It's true, it does. Could that That's why really, you don't pee in public places, Brandon. Could that really happen if you pee on a transformer? Could you get blown across? I mean, maybe. They're just driving the car without the door. Oh, is that a deer? Oh, no. Should I have the Calais brakes? Yeah. My, my papa has a jacket just like that. The blue with the red on the inside. It's like a two-sided double-way jacket or whatever. Uh, reversible jacket, that's what it's called. Oh, I don't I don't think it's reversible. I think it's just red on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Why did they put it in the car? They they ran into a deer, killed it. Their car for some reason is still running and they stuffed the deer in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use that one. It's nice to see you again, Mr. Insult. Have you seen Richard anywhere? I don't like you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so invested in this movie, Brendan, at this point. The characters are very lovable and very relatable. They are. <laughs> we just killed Bambi. <laughs> Uh-oh, he's having a breakdown. Look at that hair. Kind of looks like my hair right now, my quarantine hair. <laughs> so they're just driving across country talking to all of their clients, basically. Yeah, because they have to like sign them on to 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 be a client to send them their filters. Yeah, comb your hair. It does kind of look like your hair when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, it's pretty wacky when I wake up in the morning. <laughs> I find my hair is a lot longer the, than it appears when I wait. The deer came so back to life. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Oh no! What is even? Those what are some special on? effects right there. No shit. The deer is tearing the shit out of their car. And then it just takes off. Oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> I like the 
the hole in the window <laughs> in the windshield. that appears as if it was made by a rock. Or a bullet. But the deer kicked through it. His his hair does look the Deer Glen Motel. <laughs> How poetic. <sighs> There's so many moths. <laughs> Ray Kalinsky. Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd has a gigantic forehead. Have you seen his vodka? His him selling vodka? No. It is insane. He sell he makes that crystal skull vodka. Oh yeah, I have seen that commercial. The infomercial is all about like aliens and like And the vodka bottles shaped like a skull. Um yes. You know who does a very good video on it is John Tron. I know you don't like John Tron. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of it, but, but I like some of his stuff. But the video of him doing Crystal Skull vodka, his reaction is just amazing. Maybe I'll have to watch it. I'm have you sending, ever seen the, uh, I'm the Legend of the Titanic JonTron video? No. You should watch that. He's vacuuming up the moths. <laughs> hey, that works. Yeah, if you leave a light on, there's so many moths and bugs that'll just... Yeah, it's insane. They're having a fight. It's their first fight, Brandon. In their shared motel. We've never shared a motel. Oh, yeah, we have. When your apartment caught fire. <laughs> oh, yeah. And we watched silly movies for three days. This is the scene that, like, made the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he puts on Richard's coat. Fat guy in a little coat. <laughs> what a ridiculous. Car. Like, they're going to get pulled over. They have no doors. <laughs> The roof is gone. Is he still wearing the jacket? The coat? I don't think no, he's wearing the suit he's jacket He's wearing anymore. the suit jacket under the coat. Oh, he is. It's all ripped in the back. <laughs> They're both crying. <laughs> uh, oh, shit. The hood of the car popped up. They can't see. They're on the highway. Brendan, they're going to die. They're fine. It's a movie. No, they're going to die. We still have 45 minutes left. Okay, they're not going to die yet, but they will eventually. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. How much you want to bet they're going to sell a filter or something at the end of the movie because of the way that their car looks and they're still driving? <laughs> you left the can in, in the fill hole. Uh-oh. They're having their second fight so soon after the first. <coughs> Captain Limp Wrist. Nice. If I wanted a kiss, I would have called your mother. <laughs> hey, prehistoric forest. The cluck bucket. Oh, that looks like a restaurant in Sarnia. They have chicken in the rough. What is chicken in the rough? It's what like is that? spiced chicken. Huh. Why would they call it chicken in the rough? That sounds like something out of Aladdin. It's like spiced and... He's a chicken in the rough. McCarthy's, that's what it's called. I never ate there, but everyone said it was very good. What was the name of it? McCarthy's. But oh, I've main, heard about McCarthy's. Their main thing was chicken. I think, is it just in Sarnia? Yes. Someone must have told me about it that went to Sarnia then. Oh, you know what it was? It was, uh, it was the girl that I had met online. So it's like a Cajun blackened chicken. Huh. I assume I, it's very good. I don't know. I Sounds am. good. Cajun black and chicken. <laughs> <laughs> he murdered a bread bun. Mm, chicken wings. <laughs> oh, he made a sale. Oh, 
My dad was smart. I'm not. Very true. <laughs> how do how do you feel about being compared to your father? Um. Well, I mean, it's kind of weird to talk about it because my my dad is, as far as like book smarts go, is a little bit more of a on the uneducated side. Like he never went to uh, university or college or anything. Um. But he's a very like street smart person. So I don't know. It's hard to it's hard to say if I think I'm smarter than my dad or not. I don't know. He he knows a lot of like really useful world stuff. I'm not saying if you're smarter. I'm saying has anyone ever judged you because of whose son you are or assumed that you're a certain no, way? Not really. I mean, like everyone that I've met that I've talked to about my dad seems to love him. So mm. it's never been like, a, oh, you're his kid kind of thing. I feel like that happens more often if you're if your father's like a famous person or someone who like runs yeah. a big business kind of like Tommy's. Yeah, I don't I my dad and I are very different. We have very different interests. So that never really happened. And see, that's kind of the same way. Like I have similar interests to my dad. Like I play horseshoes and he does too. And I I love movies. Clearly, we're doing a podcast on movies. Um, and he does too. But then there's other things that I I'm really like interested in that he's not, you know? So I can I can relate with that not having very similar interests. Tommy liked it. <laughs> now I want wings, and I have a box of wings in the freezer. Tommy want wingies. Since I got my barbecue a few weeks ago, I put it together. I've had three barbecues a week. We've been making yeah. some good burgers, some good steaks. Man, barbecuing is like my favorite way to oh. cook. We just barbecued tonight too. We had some like potatoes on the barbecue. So good asparagus i've been doing a lot of because it's in we season just had asparagus tonight oh. we put it in with the potatoes what do you put on your asparagus we just when we do potatoes we wrap them in tinfoil with some butter and garlic and onions mm. and i just tossed the asparagus in with them tonight so have you ever had that happen where you got shrimp and uh you had to like take the poop out of it before you ate it take the poop out of it yeah like you've never eaten a shrimp and like had to had to clean it out first no i don't think so I don't think it happens that much in restaurants anymore, but sometimes like because I get fresh shrimp, they still have poop, huh? like unpooped poop. Oh, he's like, uh -oh. he has a real tie on a nice tie. He does. I like how he has a shirt that just says manager. Yeah, that's it. He's got two pockets. So, you know, he's important. <laughs> <The crazy. laughs> My grandma used to do that. She's like, we had your cousin who had been like kicked out of his house and she wasn't sure she could trust him. So she's like, I left my good jewelry on the bathroom counter and when it didn't go missing, I knew I could trust him. <laughs> That's a good test. I like how he sold them by saying that the other company was just a guaranteed piece of shit. That's why there was a guarantee on the box. You heard it here first, folks. Don't trust boxed guarantees that the the son the not son son reminds me of eric mccormick oh yeah he played will in will and grace and he was also an an agent in one of my favorite shows travelers it's on netflix oh i was looking at that the other day and thinking about watching it's a it. lot like continuum you would love it i really i watched the show a couple of times all right, I'm going to check it out. You've convinced me, Brendan. I'm going to watch Travelers. He shoots the dog's chain in the jar. It's ex like it's about a group of agents from the future. Their mission is to go back in time and 
help the past so that humanity doesn't get to the same point. Oh, so it is. It is kind of like continuum. Yes. And it was mostly shot in Canada, but they basically the the catch is that when they transfer, they take over someone else's body and have to take their life. Like someone's going to die, they take over their body at the moment of death and continue living. Hmm. That sounds really interesting. <laughs> Idiot. Don't give her the weight room thing. Daddy like. I would never want someone to call me that. What? Those are two words that should stay out of the bedroom. Mommy and what daddy. <laughs> no, thank you. It's naughty time. He's just creeping, looking at the pool through the window. You've it's never awful. done that? No, I've never watched someone jump in the pool from my hotel room. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> oh, he unzips his pants. <laughs> and then Chris Farley walks in. <laughs> Chris Farley walks in on him. Creeping on the chick in the pool. Naked gun 33 and a third. You know who started that? Do you know who started the naked gun movies? No, who started those? OJ Simpson. Oh, wow. (laughs) He called him a sinner. Oh, my God. They put a wooden gate on the car door. Oh, actually, 33 and a third was his last film released before the notorious murders and subsequent trial. Oh, wow. Noidberg, did you eat paint chips? <laughs> he ran into the part of a window. Oshkosh. Oshkosh bagosh. Hey, your cup said Cedar Point. Oh, man, I haven't been to Cedar Point in ages. I would love to go back there. I want to bring Steph, actually. Oh, dude, that would be a fun trip. We should go. Sounds good. Cedar Point's a good time. The last time I went there, I went when I was like, 18 i think like i was still pretty young the midwest i want to go to canada's wonderland again too i've never been really we only ever went to cedar point growing up we went once we went to six flags but we other than that we only ever went to cedar point which six, six flags did you go to uh sandusky or um oh the ohio one it got re bought by six flags and became six flags ohio oh okay I want to go to the Six Flags New Jersey. Oh, I'd go there with you. Yeah, the New Jersey one has um, the saw ride. So they have like two person cars and you go like straight up and straight down. The Eric McCormick lookalike is changing the orders in the computer system. Oh, no, he's being a fraud. He looks like he could be like his evil twin. He really could be. Yeah. You know how uh, Peter Parker looks in Spider-Man 3 when he's like all emo? (laughs) Did you see his shirt? Yeah. He does look like Peter Parker a little bit. He does. It reminds me of Spider-Man 3 when he's dancing down the street. Was that not Tobey Maguire? That was Tobey Maguire. Oh, he's got a nice bod. Yeah, man. He's got them sick man pecs. I'm still waiting for mine. Yeah, mine just oh, won't grow. Man, another movie with a telephone booth. We should start counting them. I'm pretty sure every 90s movie will have a telephone booth. I, miss, I want a telephone booth like that in my house. I mean, they're going to be a pretty hot commodity pretty soon. Have you ever been to a Dunkin' Donuts? No, but I hear it's amazing. Because this is the second or third time we've seen it in the movie. In a movie. It's like the Tim Hortons of the of the United States. Of the what? Of the United States. What were you going to say? I don't know. The Nintendo States. I started to say Nintendo for some reason. I don't know why. I tried to like breeze it off like nothing happened, but clearly you caught me in that one. 
Man, I would love a coffee and some donuts right about now. Oh, man, I could go for some. Although, drinking coffee right now. Ooh, nice. Oh, he's wearing tidy whities with <laughs> pool balls. <laughs> What's the craziest pair of underwear you have, Brendan? Um, I have a Nightmare Before Christmas pair. Nice. That I wear sometimes on Christmas Eve. I have Super Mario Christmas-themed pajamas. Of that your girlfriend bought you? Or your mother? No, actually my uh, girlfriend's parents bought them for me. <laughs> and I feel fine. R.E.M. <laughs> they don't know the words. <laughs> They're just screaming random shit. Did they put a tarp over their car? Yep, they, did. they duct taped everything. They slowly rebuilt their car. I'd be curious to know if that, well, the TV said pay-per-view 33 and a third. I wonder if that was there before the murders or after, like after the trial of OJ. And if they realized it was probably before, because if the movie came out in 95, it would have been in production for a few years before that. Yeah. So it was definitely before it was just, it just happened that. Oh no, because he changed the computer stuff. All the orders got canceled. The evil Eric McCormick Spider-Man. (laughs) <laughs> I think I've grown a tumor. Canadian Toby Maguire. Canadian, yeah. Well, Eric McCormick is actually Canadian. American Eric McCormick. Oh no, all their sales were for nothing. Because douchebag. <laughs> oh no, Michelle is boxing up her stuff. Into a Callahan box, at least. Isn't that theft? She took the clock off the wall. He's blaming her for being oh, unorganized. No. Oh no, he made her upset. She ran away. His one chance at true love, Brendan. Shellbrack, Cuyahoga Falls. Oh, she's going to go have a conversation with an old man. Oh, she sees them oh, making no. out and he's grabbing some butt. Wouldn't you? Another payphone. I think at most airports do have payphones still, I think. I think so. Is he drinking a beer? Yeah, now they're just hanging out. He looks good with a backwards cap. He does. I think he wears one in uh, in Grown Ups as well. Mm, I've never seen that. You ever seen Grown Ups? No. It's actually just like straight silly fun for like the whole movie. <laughs> I was trying to see what kind of beer he was drinking. Oh no. Ohio. Most of the movie was what is filmed he doing? in Toronto and LA. Really? Yeah. Toronto, eh? Yeah. That's our Canadian connection. Is Chris Farley Canadian? He was born in Chicago, Illinois. He is very much not. <laughs> just barfed on <laughs> cool holy schnikes it works Kalinsky, the king of auto parts it was Zelensky. he died of a cocaine overdose oh no i didn't even realize chris farley died yeah rest in peace chris farley take a drink for chris farley brendan 1997 oh so that was like shortly after this movie a couple years after the release of this movie wow an autopsy revealed he passed of an overdose of cocaine and morphine, a combination called a speedball. He's on a payphone again. I love that airports still look the same now that they looked in 1995. Well, that's the thing. Airports, like, they're made to move people, right? Yeah. There's only so many ways you could have a box. I will say I've had very... I mean, I've never had to take a flight quickly, so... And they're pretty accommodating. Like if you want to switch flights or like if you check in at the gate, sometimes they'll be like, oh, actually, there's an earlier flight by like 20 minutes. If you want to jump on that instead, mm-hmm. like we can just switch you because sometimes people cancel flights or like they they have seats open up. 
they put uniforms on. They're pretending to be flight attendants. Look at the poster of Wayne's World next to the poster of Tommy Boy. Exact same font. <laughs> what font is it? It's like a blocky aerial sans serif font. Is it is it Comic Sans? No, it's just like a block font. But if you look at the okay. Wayne's World poster in the Wikipedia, it's like the same font. I just love fonts, and I think that's a super interesting. <laughs> she gra- <laughs> he grabs a lady's pen. <laughs> He's a big dumb animal. I like how they pretend to be flight attendants, and Chris Farley's like acting out the stuff, and David Spade's doing the like announcement the, on yeah. that thingy. That's a pretty good gag, actually. Always, I've never seen that. I always movie. get a little anxious when they do that. Like if an if an emergency actually happened, I don't know how coherent I would be. I have a a ritual now when I take flights, Brendan, okay. where I get on the plane and I sit down. I put on some music on my phone that I've downloaded on Spotify in advance. That's why like I a have playlist an iPod. Usually, well, whatever. <laughs> I uh, I download it though, and I play it. Like I make sure I have a couple hours. And then I order wine. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, every flight I ever go on now, I have a, a glass of red wine. I feel like if I'm spending three hundred four hundred dollars for a flight, I might as well buy a glass of red wine too for five dollars. You really are uh, refined. I never buy alcohol. Man, it relaxes me. Smash! <laughs> I love this scene in the bathroom. <laughs> I'm so impressed because like you don't see this stuff very often. Well, it's like the tiny airplane bathroom. How do they get a camera in there? Uh, I wonder, Stuck it to the do you ceiling. think it's a set or was it a real plane? Yeah, I think it was probably a set. <laughs> I can't imagine trying to get changed in that sort of bathroom. Oh my God. He destroyed the airplane bathroom. <laughs> He's rubbing air freshener all over. <laughs> Man, those pine air fresheners classic this is very slapstick actually yeah, it very much is like the brakes hit too fast hits his head off a window oh. runs into a metal pole hits a deer the deer destroys the car has issues in an airplane bathroom this music in the background is epic i was just gonna say i really like the <laughs> soundtrack they think he's robbing the place <laughs> why nothing <laughs> you think <laughs> He shouts to get people's attention. <laughs> and they think he's robbing it. It's Mr. Zelinsky. His forehead is so Dan big, a- It's Brandon. Dan Aykroyd, the Ghostbuster himself. He's big into uh, extraterrestrials and ghosts and stuff. You listen to interviews with him and it's just rambling. It's weird, but super interesting. <laughs> After he hit me many, many times. <laughs> He literally didn't do anything to anyone. The cops are like, he hit me many times in the head. I had to give him my With gun. With a hammer. I feel like this character here was his inspiration for Crystal Skull Vodka. He tied a tiger to a tree and shoot him. Oh my god. Ooh. <laughs> now They're just walking through a factory of car testing sections. Speaking of Canada, you know who is Canadian? Dan Aykroyd. <laughs> David Spade wears a freaking born in Ottawa. They have so many like common gags in this movie and then so many that I haven't seen before. Like the toupee gag with David Spade just now where it flew off when they blew away. Amazing. The <laughs> Look at that cell phone. Oh, they see the, the bad Callahan's. 
Oh no, now Tommy Boy knows they're against him. Oh, they're having a bro moment, Brendan. A bro-ment, if you will. Yeah, Dan Aykroyd still has a house in uh, Ontario. Really? Yeah, in Sydenheim, north of Kingston. That's interesting. Yeah. I think he spends time in Toronto, too. I saw your stepbrother kissing your stepmom with his tongue. <laughs> Michelle saved the whole movie, by the way. She certainly did. They suckered him. Oh, he's got an idea and it involves fire and, and dynamite. Di- and dynamite and a news van. That can't be good. There's no way it's good. There's that soundtrack again. Yeah, it's like a combination of like epic action music and news studio music. <laughs> it's amazing. He puts a dynamite vest on to walk in. Like, I feel like dynamite is like this old timey, like Looney Tunes thing. I feel it is. I feel like it's not real unless you work in a rock quarry. It's like something Bugs Bunny would use. 100%. Like at any moment, Roadrunner is going to jump out with Wile E. Coyote. <laughs> what the <laughs> hell is going the door on? With the dynamite on him. Hi, got a second? <laughs> Oh, I love that cutout of the car. <laughs> and it's the Looney Tunes. It is Looney Tunes. Oh, such a heartwarming. <laughs> <laughs> They're actually just road flares. It's not real dynamite. <laughs> David Sweet's like, ah. Oh. oh, yeah, good one. That's what he said to the waitress. Is that Adam Sandler in the bar? Where? Oh, it might have been. I didn't pay attention. It is not Adam Sandler. Just looks like him. His name is Trent McMullen, and he is credited as one of the frat boys. Wait a minute, fat boy. Saving the day. Oh my God, it's a police report. What have we got here? (laughs) Yeah, it's provocative. It's bigger me, and it's bigger you. (laughs) It's not over yet, (laughs) Lee Harvey. (laughs) He just runs away. He's a criminal. Arrest him. Get that guy. Screw you. Oh, 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 no. Oh, no. He trips and hits the switch for the crash test. And he's laying on top of the crash test car now because he tripped and fell on it. And here it goes into the wall. He flies off. Oh, into the weights. Oh, no. Crash the testes. Savor the flavor. Oh, my God. What a catchphrase that is. As her husband's being dragged away by police. Good job, Tommy boy. He you sold half a million brake company. By, he saved it, By Brandon. threatening a bomb. I feel like he should be arrested as well. Yeah, for... Oh, he's, he's getting some tongue, though, instead. Hopefully. <laughs> and him and Richard are friends. They're buddies. They're like us. They razz each other all the time. Maybe they have a podcast. Perhaps. They <laughs> it's should. just David Spade crying oh i feel like that's really disrespectful drunk (laughs) drunk crying and talking to his friend in heaven oh god that was dark brendan i didn't know how else to spin that i realized i had dug a hole (laughs) oh no i I lost my virginity to your daughter he walked away you were there he's the hero and now he runs a company you know who else oh, is Canadian? Who? Sean McCann. I don't know who that is. He is, plays the like exa- the assistant guy with the dark eyebrows. Oh, okay. He plays Ted. Ted? He is from Windsor, Ontario. Holy shit, And he shit, passed really? away last year at age 83. Oh, Almost no. a year ago. 
That's so sad. But he's one of those actors that every time I see him, I feel better. Speaking of actors that make me feel better every time I see them, Steph and I watched uh, Avengers Infinity War and Endgame the other day. Mm. And Stanley's cameos are top notch in those movies. <laughs> Did in you Endgame, see his he, one uh, with Mallrats on the bus? Yeah. He's sailing away, Brandon. Tommy Boy saved the day. Tommy Boy sailed away. Tommy Boy, hey, hey, hey. Oh, wow. This hardcore rock credit music that started playing. What a heartwarmer of a movie. <laughs> yeah, it was a good it was a good one. I I personally really liked it. I, I think it was super fun. It had some really funny gags. There's some stuff in this movie that I still haven't even seen. Like to this day, they haven't like used it again or they haven't done it again. And I think it was really clever. Like their flight attendant thing was hilarious. I don't know why they wouldn't do that again, but it was good. It, it was reminds me of like another SNL movie like Billy Madison or Happy Gilmore. Yeah, I agree. It's uh, it's very SNL. It's, it's just like it's a typical like 90s comedy. You know, like that. This is what I think of when I think of 90s comedy, like all those weird little slapstick humor type things. The deer coming back to life in the back of their car and like trashing the place, like things like that. That's that's my sense of humor, man. I think that shit's hilarious. So kudos to Tommy boy. I don't know. I think I give it like a a 7.5 out of 10, Brandon. All right. All right. That's my rating. Yeah, I'd give it an eight. Yeah, I think it's I think it's a strong eight. Now you're listening to Refined 90s cinema with brendan and alex this is episode nine next up our reviews of the movie and reviews from the time hello hello no one is available to take your call please leave a message after the tone uh hey alex it's um brendan and uh i don't know if you forgot but we're currently doing a podcast like right now and we're supposed to be recording on the internet and it's time to read some reviews and see how we feel about them. So if you can just call me back, uh, my phone number hey, Brandon, is Brandon, 911. Brandon, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here, Brandon. Oh. Hey, don't hang up. I'm here. Man, that never happens anymore. That, like, you know when anymore. you have an answering machine and, an ho- and a home phone and you hear the person talking and you're like, oh, I really want to talk to them, but you can't get to the phone in time and you're like tr- struggling, running to the phone. Yeah, you're right. It never does happen. Oh, those are exciting times. Because you don't actually, like no one has answering machines where you actually hear like, people talking. You, you're too anymore. ignorant to answer the phone and you really, you're not sure if you want to answer it and then you hear whose voice it is, who's calling and you <laughs> want to answer it suddenly. <laughs> It's like a step in the right direction. It just pushes you <sighs> so you can answer the phone. Now I just like, if I don't know the number, or I don't really know who's calling. I just like let it ring on my phone and then it goes to voicemail, but you don't hear the voicemail anymore. Right. So. All right. Anyway, I'm back to being refined now. Ooh. I, uh, I poured some Riesling into a wine glass. Look, uh, and I'm a that. nice white summer wine. You're damn right. Putting fresh fruit into a white wine. Really good. Yeah, uh, fruity wines are nice. I like the the drier red wines a little bit better, but I I could take either, really. I'm a fan, as long as it's wine. So I have a question. Are you ready? What is your question, sir? What'd you think of the movie, Brandon? It's just a heart warmer. Is your heart warm? It's a good buddy comedy where they aren't buddies at the beginning, but they become buddies at the end. 
Yeah, I'm I'm quite pleased. I'm I'm very happy after watching it as well. It's it's one of those movies where you're like, these people hate each other. It's you know what? It's a David Spade buddy comedy. Yes. And I'm going to say that because in The Emperor's New Groove, <laughs> it happens the same way where him and Pacha are like, I hate you. No touchy. And then by the end of the movie, they're like best friends. That, that movie came out in 2000 and I really wanted to do it on the podcast. Yeah, one day. When we watch all of the movies from the 90s, only then can we start the 2000s. I wonder how many movies came out in the 90s total. Like, But if you consider like indie films or films that weren't released, you're talking about tens of thousands. Easy. And what about films in other countries? Like we've mostly stuck to Canadian produced or American produced movies. True. 36,207 titles. Of that were in theaters. Yeah, that's all the movies that were in theaters in the just that the 90s. Would li- so. If we do one a week, let's see. Oh God, it's going to take us our entire life, Brendan. And, and then some. <laughs> oh Lord. It would take us 692 years. Oh my God. <laughs> That's so many years. Might have to start doing a podcast once a day, Brandon. If we did one a day, 98 years, we could get (laughs) halfway there before we die. (laughs) Oh, my God. Two movies a day, Brandon. Let's come in. All right. For the rest of our lives. I don't know. I love the podcast, like, I have, but I think I, I have get a daughter sick of it now. I, I can't. I can't do two a day. You have to. I can't do it two times a day, Brendan. I just can't do it anymore. <sighs> I can't even masturbate two times a day anymore. <laughs> okay, this is a, this is kind of a personal question. Okay, but just remember, you brought it up, so it's not my fault. <laughs> Are you ready? So you're pre-blaming me before you pose the question. <laughs> What is the most amount of times you have masturbated in a day? Uh, maybe three. Only three? Yeah. Oh my God, Brandon, you're amazing. Like I've never sat around and tried. Oh my God. When I was like 12, okay. Okay. There was, there was a time when it was just after I like started hitting puberty. So I was still like experimenting and like, you know, you know like boys do. And I'm sure girls as well. Yeah. Um, You were uh, sowing your wild oats with yourself. Yes. I was sowing my wild oats with Handela and Pamela. (laughs) 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 I, I literally did it like 12 times in a row. Like, okay. But like, like you didn't shoot every single time. No, but like, I just kept going Uh and eventually it hurt. And I was like, I have to stop. (laughs) I'm very, I'm a little embarrassed now that I've shared that story. I feel like you could win a Guinness Book of World Records with that. <laughs> now but, I have to look. But my thing is like, it, what would be the proof? Do you have to videotape yourself? Yeah, I don't, th- I'll stick with not being. And do you have to do world like a records. sperm test every single time? Because I feel like in any sort of world record, you would have to have some sort of fluid for a man or a woman. The world record for most times masturbated in a day is 31. Okay, but is it a Guinness Book of World Record? Yes. Quora says 83 times in 24 hours, but that's like Yahoo Answers. Oh my god, that is so many times. Okay, Huffington Post. Of course, fucking the fourth result down, Yahoo Answers. A website called Hustlers 
Not hustlers. Hustlers. Oh no, a Thailand boy says, masturbated well, I saw that three one. times. This one says, teen masturbated 56 times straight before dying of a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Teenager allegedly oh. masturbated a draw dropping 56 times nonstop before dying of a heart attack in the process and even breaking the world record. And he was awarded... A certificate by a Guinness World representative who later arrived at the home. Jerome Carpenter was found dead in his bedroom after apparently masturbating too much. Oh my god. Police arrived at the home about an hour after the mother called. That seems like a long time. Officer yeah, Dean Mero told... Puzzler reporters what they saw when they opened Jerome's bedroom door. The young man was on his bed. His penis was detached from his body. It must have been so intense that it just came <laughs> off his body. We found his penis gripped in his left hand so tightly we couldn't get it out. It was tragic. This can't be oh real. My God. This can't be real. No, there's no way that's real. Okay, listen to this, this comment, though. As someone named Adam Weber says... How do you even quantify a single masturbation? Is orgasm required? How is orgasm measured? I'm making an educated guess, but after about 30, there's absolutely no emissions. For the average man, do they hook them up to an EEG and check the brainwaves of an orgasm? What if the dude is just a pro at edging and can simulate the brainwaves of an orgasm without actually getting off until he's broken He's got you there. The dictionary definition of masturbation is physical manipulation of one's own genitals for sexual gratification. I can do that more times than the world record for or day in an hour. I, I feel like that's that's all we need to know, Brandon. That's that's all of it summed up in one comment. But I feel like if you're edging, <laughs> like if you're not finishing, then you don't get the record. No, I feel like it's not gratifying to just like like that Apparently doesn't count. The story is fake. Okay. According to oh Snopes, it is false. It was a story. Of a boy being, yes, they're saying it's a hoax. I mean, it sounds like a hoax. That was like passed around to different websites. I trust Snopes. Still, though, that's bonkers. That's one record that I won't be trying to Can break. Can I read you the Yahoo answers? Sure. I want to know the masturbation record so I can call Guinness and beat it. Thanks. <laughs> I wouldn't advise that, says Anonymous, <laughs> 10 years ago. Masturbating that many times in one day would put serious train on your testicles and could potentially cause long-lasting damage. Sure, you would go down in the record books, but that's not something I would want to be remembered for. Gotta love that. You won't be able to do that unless you're about 13. Apparently 13-year-olds like to masturbate. Also, don't masturbate alongside your friend. It doesn't matter if you run out of semen. That won't harm anything. The most I ever did was 32 times in a day. Who sits down and just goes, I'm... <laughs> Who sits down and just goes, I'm going to masturbate 32 times today? Like, you don't have anything better to do? <laughs> what the hell? Let's let's read some reviews on All Tommy right, Boy. Let's get Brendan. back to... <laughs> Tommy Boy. Oh, Although God. David Spade did some voyeurism and it could have been... A little creepy. It's true. All right. Although he didn't, I doubt he actually did anything. It was like Amazon a reviews are overwhelmingly positive. 87% of people gave it five stars, 4.8 out of five. Yeah, the Amazon reviews are overly positive. 
A lot of them are worth your $5 if you like Chris Farley. You gotta love Chris, too bad he's gone. Only the good die young. This will be a classic that everyone should own. Was happy with purchase. One very small negative. There are two discs in the holder and the one holder on the inside has small tabs to keep it in. The tabs were broken, but discs arrived unscathed. One star from United Kingdom. Order two of these, which are fakes. Order two of these, which are fakes and have come from Mexico. I was expecting real original Blu-ray DVD, not copies. <laughs> wow. The one I've bought is in French, question mark. How does that happen? I don't know. The video did not download. I just like people that are complaining about the logistics and not the actual movie. All right, let's move over to let's move over to rot tomatoes. The rots, rotten tomatoes. I got the trots for the rots. Um, one comment got removed. Oh, because apparently it was too rotten rough tomatoes to gives it forty two percent, and the audience right. gave it ninety percent. But like, there's a lot of bad reviews. Like one of them says, "Stupid is apparently in." But those are critics. <laughs> so at the top you see critics, and then at the bottom I think you see regular people. Oh, okay. Regular people Tommy love it. Tommy Boy Critics is a good belly laugh. As a sketch for SNL, it would have been a tour de force. But as but as part of this rather unimaginative movie, it is just a bit with a burning desk. Hmm. Redo it as a 10 to 15 minute motivational tape as a seminar for business and salespeople. <laughs> Rough. This movie felt like it wasn't thought out at all. Great cast, no direction. Wow, harsh. At first, it may be possible. <laughs> Let the good stuff out of the Tommy Boy. Out of Tommy Boy doesn't start terribly. For a while, it holds the general mold of a good comedy. It's occasionally memorable, or maybe it's just so stupid that it can't be forgotten. But its stupidity may have grown on me a little. And it has some heart, but the movie is truly ridiculous. It's kind of like a decomposing animal. At first, it may be possible to eat. But over time, it decomposes. The beginning makes some sense. The middle is where it starts failing. And the end is where it loses everything. The ending is just so so unlikely and so completely silly you can practically see everyone associated with the making of the film saying fuck it behind the scenes <laughs> uh, this is a pretty good one it says against the odds of a feeble script and uninspired direction the duo do in fact grow on you and there is a smattering of silly laughs <laughs> this is a classic potato chip movie Potato chips aren't particularly sophisticated or good for you but sometimes you just want some potato chips I mean He's not it's wrong. It's pretty astute. Uh, by the way, I would like to point out under more like this for this movie, Biodome is there. Re Whoa, so. we've gone full circle. The <laughs> podcast is over. So it's in uh, it's in the realm. It's the right movie for tonight. I'm, I'm happy we watched it. I'm Now I can add it to my list of good comedies from the 90s. I had a couple pretty good laughs during it, didn't you? Yeah, it's a, it's a very heartwarming, easy, easy to digest movie oh man hey girl. hey girl hey let's watch tommy boy <laughs> wait till we do chick flicks oh my god that's gonna be an experience the notebook. oh god are we gonna watch what that? is one movie that a girl has made you watch that you absolutely hate that i hate yes. oh man i thought you were gonna say love and i knew the exact answer Bridesmaids? for that but yeah no, I actually hate oh, Bridesmaids, I love them. but I made myself watch it. I don't like Bridesmaids at all. I don't like you. 
train wreck that was a movie that a girl made me go to theaters and see that i didn't like she didn't really make me she just wanted me to go with her and i thought it was awful judd apatow i like him hmm. you know what movie i watched robin williams is he lives alone with his son he gets to know people through their photos and is just like he's just a creep world's greatest dad have you ever seen that with robin williams no it, uh, this is why it's weird because i I thought i saw every his single son robin dies film, but. while uh he's like masturbating and trying to choke himself and he dies and robin williams finds and he finds his son's journal and publishes it as himself whoa and then just becomes like but he can't deal with the fact that he stole his son's writing is it like a serious yeah. movie? Wow. I kind of want to watch it just because I've never seen a bad Robin Williams movie. It's not, it's not <laughs> bad. It's just super dark. Oh, man. Robin Williams. That's going to be a good trio when we do that one. Some flubs. Oh, man. I love Robin. You said you've never seen I've Flubber, I've never seen right? Flubber. Oh, my God. It's so good, Brendan. You got to experience the flub love. Do you agree with the reviews, Alex, that we've read? On Tommy Boy? Yes. I mean, yeah, I, it's if I were to like rate it as a critic, I would have to critique like some of the like, here's what's funny about this movie is that a lot of comedies are like super out there and weird. And there's a lot of things about them that don't make any sense. This movie is literally just a movie about a dude that's got to go and try and like uphold his dad's reputation and keep his dad's company afloat. And like a bunch of crazy shit happens on the way, but it's stuff that could actually happen. Like you could hit a deer with your car. Put it in the back of your seat to like bring it somewhere to dispose of it. And it could just like not be dead and freak out in the back of your car and destroy your car. That could happen in real life. Mm. So it's just it's funny how so many things in this movie were like that. And I can't think of a scene in it where it was like that wouldn't happen in real life, you know, except for maybe like the filter flying out of the factory window when he hit it on the grinder. But I, I don't know. I think I do agree that it's. It's a well-made movie and it's a well-written movie and it's not like super crazy far out there that you can't relate. Like it's got really relatable humor and comedy. Lovable, like you said, lovable characters. I I don't know. It makes me sad that that Chris Farley passed away so young because he probably would have made a lot of really amazing co- comedy movies and maybe became a director or something when he got older, you know? Like it's 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 weird to think like what may have happened had he not overdosed, mm. but I like this style of comedy, though, and I think it was really well done. Just to give an idea, like Liar Liar is one of my favorite movies of all time. (laughs) I love Liar Liar. I think it's amazing. So it's coming up. It's coming up. What do you mean it's It's coming up? It's on the list. I'm coming up. Do do. I want the world to know. I'm going to let you go. That's our after that's our after show karaoke with Brendan and Alex. <laughs> Refined 90s karaoke. This week we're doing Bare Naked Ladies Pinch Me. That's 2001. Oh shit. <laughs> is it really? I think it is. Oh, it's 2000. That's oh, close though. Shit. Scratch that. We're not doing Pinch Me. Brandon, we could do Old Department or If I Had a Million Dollars. If I had a million dollars. If I had a million dollars. I'd be rich. Would I buy you a gay car? A nice, reliant automobile with a mouse? I'd buy you a house. In a boat with a goat? Totes. Keep me afloat. Anyway, (laughs) this was fun. Thanks for listening, guys. 
This has been Refined 90s Cinema with Brendan and Alex. We've been doing that, like, say each other's name thing today quite a bit. I'm okay with it. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for uh, hanging out with us. We watched uh, Tommy Boy tonight. It was a good time. Episode 9. Episode 9. We're starting a new trilogy next week. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. To Refined 90s Cinema. Thanks, everybody. Refined 90s Cinema. Refined 90scinema.com.